Hi everyone, I am Kaylee Shadows. I am an author and love coach. And today I am going to be talking about the importance of saying I'm sorry. Saying I'm sorry is something I believe that everybody should be doing because we all make mistakes. We do things that we shouldn't do and when we do those things we need to apologize for them. And that's all pretty simple and I think that most people will agree, yeah, if I make a mistake I should apologize and say I'm sorry. Unfortunately, even though we know that, a lot of times we don't actually do it. <laughs> and that's never good. I actually blogged about this a couple years ago. Um, basically kind of in the sense that I was having an argument with my husband. And at the end of it, you know, we had both said things, you know, that we probably shouldn't have said. Just kind of, you know, in the heat of the moment when you're angry and not really sure exactly, you know what to say and what not to say you just kind of get going and I know I've been that person I can get really upset and then I'm not really thinking at that point I like just kind of keep going and then eventually later somebody is level be like you know that thing you just said was really harsh and most of the time I won't even remember that I had actually said it and so I've learned that because I do that that if I've done that I definitely owe that person an apology for it now I try to make sure that I don't actually do that and that if it gets to the point where I can feel myself getting really worked up and realizing that I'm probably going to say things I shouldn't, I usually try to just walk away and even actually tell people like you need to just give me some space and let me cool down. Um, however, if I don't get that chance and I end up saying things that I probably shouldn't say then I know it's time for me to apologize. So anyway, so my husband and I had had an argument and I couldn't tell you what about now at this point and um, at the end of it you know it was later we were talking and trying to kind of work things out and um, I think if I remember correctly like the argument itself had started with something that he had done that upset me and he was like he apologized he was like I'm sorry that I ever upset you to begin with and blah 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 and my thought to this was like it's great and I appreciate the apology and because you did hurt my feelings but since then I actually owe you an apology back because you might have started this little argument but I took it and ran with it and said things that I shouldn't have said either. And so at the end of that argument, it really hit me that we both owed each other an apology and that this wasn't something that was one or the other's fault because we both had done things to be at fault for. And because of that, we deserve to apologize to each other. Well, after that happened, it really kind of got me thinking about apologies and the things that people do and say to each other. And it really got me thinking about how important that apology was because that argument that I had with my husband could have turned out much differently. I could have taken that apology and been like, that's right, you owe me this apology, mister, and ran with that and never apologized back, which would have left him wondering if those harsh things that I had said during the argument was stuff I really felt and really meant. And if you're anything like me and you say things out of anger that you don't necessarily mean to, you know that you didn't mean them. You said them because you knew it was going to hit a button. It was going to trigger something. And I know for me later on, thinking back to some of the things that I've said, if I even remember them, because <laughs> sometimes I have to be told, hey, you said this to me, then it's that thing where I'm like, yeah, I didn't mean that. I was really upset and you know what? It was wrong. I should have never said that and I'm sorry. And so the point of my podcast today is really to talk about saying I'm sorry because in life we are just going to go through times where we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes because you know what? We're not perfect. 
And as much as we try to act like we're perfect and have perfect relationships, we all do things that we shouldn't. We all are just, you know, living our daily lives and we all have tempers and emotions and, you know, just all sorts of things that just kind of run through our body. And unfortunately, that causes stuff to happen. And so with that, we're going to focus on apologizing. So like I said, a couple years ago, I actually wrote a blog post on this and um, I kind of was looking over it earlier today and basically was like, you know, I don't, I don't really feel much different than I did back then, you know, when I wrote that. But there was a little bit more that I've learned, I guess, over the last couple years about really saying apologies and stuff like that. And the example that I have, who I'm going to start with here, is my two oldest sons. So I have two sons that are teenagers. Um, one is grown and out of the house, and um, he's actually a father himself now. And then I have a soon-to-be 16-year-old son who's just kind of on his heels there. And um, I was really noticing the two of them. So my oldest son has really grown into this, you know, very realistic young man who um, basically has no problem accepting responsibility for his actions, which is something I'm extremely proud of. He knows that he, you know, needs to apologize when he does something wrong. He knows he needs to sometimes hold his tongue and not say things he wants to. And he also knows that there's going to be times that he's going to make mistakes. And I think that that's a really good thing to happen. However, he's also gotten a little bit of his mother's temper in there. And so sometimes that means that, just like his mom, <laughs> he'll get in an argument with somebody and say things that he didn't necessarily mean to say. And so at the end of that, he has to come back and apologize for it. And he's really, really good at it, even if it's something with him and me. And he's, honestly, he's done that for years. There have been many times where he has, you know, just done, done some typical teenage stuff, you know, had a smart mouth and gotten, you know, kind of cocky in his talking and, you know, just basically said things where he shouldn't have. And it turns into kind of an argument where I'm like, you know, having to say certain things to him like, hey, do you remember who you're talking to here? Because I'm your mom and I deserve respect. And he'll, you know, get flustered and there's times where he's just kind of blown up or walked away and things like that. And later on, he will actually come back and he'll be like, Mom, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I was mad, blah, 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 whatever it is. And he'll apologize for it. You know, we'll talk and everything will get worked out. And it's really good. My soon-to-be 16-year-old son, I hardly ever have any issues with. He's very respectful. He very rarely get smart with me and I don't think I've ever actually seen this kid blow up at me. I've been extremely lucky with him. However, on the other side of it, when there are times that he does things that he shouldn't, he struggles with actually saying the words, I'm sorry. And I was really noticing this just the other day. We actually went through something and he was just, you know, tired and cranky and he just kind of was starting to get kind of snarky with me and then I just really kind of noticed that it was just kind of escalating. You know, he was just at one point, like I watched him roll his eyes at me and he got snarky. And then eventually he started snapping at me. And I got to that point where I kind of said, all right, that's enough. I was like, stop now. And I was like, I'm playing the mom card. You know, I was like, everything is good, but you will still remember that I'm your mother and you will have respect for me. And he just looked at me just, you know, with this wild look on his face and was like, what? What have I done? You know, and he didn't see it. He... He knew he was tired. He knew he was cranky, but he was justifying his feelings. And 
wasn't really paying attention to his actions. And so his first reaction when I basically put the stop on this was to get upset and to basically, well, pout, I guess. <laughs> so he basically sat back, crossed his arms, and did the typical teenage thing like, I'm going to put my headphones in and I'm just not going to talk to anybody. And I was like, all right, you know, let him pout for a little bit and stuff. And basically, I guess, kind of waited for him to realize what he had done and to get that apology, like I get with my oldest son. And about an hour after that, I started noticing that he was being really, really sweet and kissing up a little bit. And I kind of laughed because I realized I was like, so this is your way of saying you're sorry without having to say you're sorry. You know, instantly it's that, mom, can I get you this? Oh, no, no, mom, let me carry that for you, you know, and stuff like that. And I was kind of like, all right, you know, I get it. This is your way of you're being, you know, extra sweet because you feel bad that you did something you shouldn't have. And I think in his case, that's a little bit easier for him to do that, to show he's sorry versus saying he's sorry. And I think it's kind of that that goes back to that kind of um, controversial, like, you know, discussion that people have and stuff like, well, you know, this person apologizes over and over again, but then they just do it again. And how can I really believe that you're sorry if your actions don't change? And I think that that is actually kind of comes into this. Sometimes people can say they're sorry, like it's no big deal. It just rolls off the tongue. Oh, I'm sorry for that. Oh, I didn't mean that. It won't happen again. But they don't mean it. And they will continue to do it again. And this is something we've been working with with our younger kids. And so for those of you who are just kind of coming in and don't really know who Kaylee Shadows is, I am a mother of four sons that I have myself. And um, then I have three stepsons with my husband. And I even have a granddaughter now. So we have kids just all over the place of different ages and everything. And so with our younger kids, this is something that we've been really noticing lately. You know, the other day, um, our 10-year-old was... Um, or he was playing like air darts or something with one of our seven-year-olds and he ended up shooting him in the face with the dart and of course he's crying and stuff and we're kind of like well that wasn't nice you hurt him you need to apologize and he does the typical sorry thing that most kids do and we were like uh, no 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 <laughs> how about a real apology you actually hurt him you need to feel bad for that you know and then he was like okay and then he said he was sorry you know and it was it's kind of funny. So we've been really noticing that because our kids will say that, oh, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. And then they turn around and we know that they're going to do it again. You know, you left your Legos out and I stepped on one and any mom or dad, if you've stepped on a Lego, you know that that's, oh my God, horrible. That's got to be one of the worst pains in the world. So I'm to the point, I'm like, if I step on your Lego, I'm throwing it in the garbage. And so when something like that happens and they kind of look at us and then they're like, oh, sorry, you know, and we're like, I don't really think you're sorry. I don't think you understand exactly what sorry means. And so it really is something I think as parents that we're trying to kind of teach them, you know, you can say you're sorry, but you need to mean that you're sorry and stop doing that, you know. So it comes down to that, like, you say you're sorry, but am I going to step on another Lego tomorrow? Probably. And so that's kind of something even as adults that we will struggle with. You know, there are times that you'll meet people who will be able to apologize like you know, at the drop of a hat, no big deal. And other people who really struggle saying they're sorry, but they'll show you that they're sorry. And I think, you know, either, I think that that's fine. You know, um, it's nice for people who can communicate it so well. My, like I said, my oldest son is great at communicating and saying, I'm sorry. And really realizing, you know, and I've watched him as he's, you know, been growing up and everything and the difference from being younger, like, you know, my other boys right now and saying that, yeah, sorry, mom, I dropped the Lego kind of thing. And, running off to play versus now where 
we can even be talking and there's times where I will listen and his voice will start to raise up a little bit as he's starting to get upset and worked up on something and I'll be like hey hey now and I'll be like you're yelling at me and then he'll stop and he'll be like no I'm not actually yelling I'm yelling towards you you know if not you he's like I'm sorry and he'll say it right away like if not you I'm not mad at you I'm just frustrated and I'm trying to get it out and I'll be like okay you know and then but then that's good for me to know because then I realize he's not mad at me he's not yelling at me he's just he's just raising his voice he's venting he's dealing with something you know and he's really good about communicating that way like I said, my almost 16 year old and part of it probably is age as well is he's kind of coming into that, you know, he's really stuck there at that age where he's not really a child anymore, but he's not quite an adult. And so there's still a lot of room there for him to learn. Like I'm going to have to learn how to actually use the words. I'm sorry, because people need to hear that. It is something that is extremely important to hear. So I do believe that if you say you're sorry, mean you're sorry but you also need to show it so don't become one of those people that just says they're sorry just so they can get out of you know being in hot water kind of thing mean it and if you're you know if you're saying something and you didn't mean it and then you apologize for it well don't turn around two days later and say it again because then that means you weren't really sorry so that is my advice today is to really make sure that you focus on if you're going to say you're sorry and you should say you're sorry when you do something wrong, but make sure you mean it as well. And that's kind of, I guess, the best advice I have to give today on this topic. And so I do believe in any type of argument you have with it, somebody, I do believe that both of you should end up apologizing. If you're, if it's turned into something where it's become an argument and you're going, it doesn't matter if it's your spouse, your parent, your best friend, a coworker, whoever it is, if you both are kind of going at it and you end up saying things and stuff at the end of that argument when everything is said and done and you're apologizing make sure that both of you are apologizing because you both have done something or said something you shouldn't have during that initial time so I definitely advise that as well make sure that you're both apologizing during that my dad taught me something and this is the next kind of part of this is why I'm going to explain the importance of saying you're sorry my dad actually taught me this years ago I want to say that I was oh, probably about 10, 10 years old, maybe somewhere between 10 and 12. Well, let's say that. <laughs> We're going to go with that. Um, my dad and I had gotten into some big argument and I can't even remember what it was. It was, I had obviously done something wrong as a child and he wasn't happy about it. And then I'm going to guess that I was probably closer to 12 at this point because at that, you know, I was hitting that teenage stage and getting kind of snarky and talking back and all that. And, um, Anyways, obviously I didn't like whatever it was he was telling me to not do or to do. And it just turned into this full blown, just, you know, argument kind of thing. And the next day I remember going to school. I was going to be spending the weekend with my mom. And so um, after school, I had gotten picked up by her and we were headed to her house. Um, so I hadn't seen my dad, you know, since that morning, basically when I got on the bus to go to school. And I remember that I didn't even really say anything to him. Um, I just left and went to school and, you know, started my day. Anyway, so my mom and I are headed out of town because she lived a good hour and a half from my dad. And um, on the way to her house, we happened to pass by this like word con work construction site. Um, my dad was a surveyor back in the day and um, he was working on the side of the road there doing some surveying. And my mom saw him and was like, hey, and so we pulled over so we could say hi to him. And so I got out of the car and of course, you know, I don't even think I was even upset anymore at that point, you know, and I went up to my dad and 
he, I remember him saying to me, like, you know, I'm so glad that you guys stopped by. He's like, I've been thinking about our argument last night. And he's like, I would hate for something to happen and know that the last words that we had with each other were harsh, mean words. And that the last thing I didn't say to you was that I love you. And I remember I was got pretty emotional about that because, of course, the thought of losing my dad, you know, at any age is heartbreaking, you know. But especially at such a young age, I think it was the first time I, I realized, wow, life can be short. And that there is no guarantee that you're going to see somebody the next day. And um, that really just, yeah, that was just kind of mind-blowing for me at that age. And it stuck with me ever since. He's definitely right. You know, it's that thing where um, you're not sure. There's no guarantee on if we're going to see somebody. And so when we argue with someone or we hold a grudge because of something ridiculous and petty, I think that the question needs to be that comes to our mind is, if something happened to this person that I just said this stuff to, am I okay with that being my last words to them? And you'll find that most of the time you're not going to be okay with that. I have learned a lot through my life as, you know, from a child to an adult of just basically how short life can be. And I am lucky to have so many people still that, you know, I just love my parents. Both of them are still alive and doing great and everything. And, you know, that's great. But, um, you know, I lost my brother, my oldest brother, who um, died at age 25. And I think that was probably the first time I really experienced how short life was I had lost other people before that my grandparents you know had passed on and um, you know things like that you know some older people that I had known just kind of traditional old age type stuff um, but it was the first time that I'd ever lost somebody that close to me at such a young age that was so traumatic and it was during that time that I really just started looking at everything and everybody and realizing life is short and there is no guarantee that we're going to see this person, you know, tomorrow or a month from now or whatever. And I remember thinking a lot, you know, people talk about last words and how important they are. And with my older brother, you know, growing up with him, of course, there were many times that, you know, just like any brother and sister, we said things to each other that we shouldn't have and didn't always get along and argued. And um, even as he grew up, there were things that he was doing that, which actually led to his death, that were some things that I obviously did not approve of and I remember trying to talk to him because there were times where I seriously kind of just wanted to smack him in the back of the head and be like what are you doing you know this is the life you want and um I think once I actually did I think I actually slapped him in the back of the head and kind of said hey you need to wake up what's happening and he just kind of you know looked at me like what what did what did you just do you hit me <laughs> and you know, um, and I remember trying to have many conversations with him to try to help him and, you know, just things like that. Um, but gosh, he was such a great guy. And I remember that um, I didn't get to see him a lot there in that last year of his life. And um, he was just off um, doing, you know, he had met a woman and um, she'd gotten pregnant and everything. And so he was kind of getting ready to, you know, be a dad and all of this stuff before he passed away. And so I didn't get to see him as much. And I remember about 10 days before he passed on that um, I, it was Halloween and I was out actually trick-or-treating with my my oldest kid now, but they were little back then. And um, we were out doing trick-or-treating and um, he happened to be visiting at one of the houses we stopped at to trick-or-treat. I was just like, I mean, it was meant to be kind of thing. And um, so he came out, of course, to see, you know, me and the boys and everything and joked around with the boys and stuff like that and everything. And then I told him, you know, what well, we had to go because I had little kids tagging, you know, tugging at my hand and everything to be like, hey, let's let's go, mom. Candy's awake, you know. 
And so um, I was like, okay, I got to go. And he was like, okay, you know, and he gave me a hug and I told him I loved him and I left. And that was the last time I ever saw him. And um, I cannot tell you how much it means to me to know that the last words I said to my brother was, I love you. And that's extremely important because I would have hated for it to be an argument or something of me telling him that what he was doing wasn't okay. And, you know, just anything. And so I'm really glad that I have that memory with him. I've continued to, you know, grow and just make sure that that lesson has always stuck with me. And so I'm one of those people I can communicate that I'm sorry really, really well. And I am that person also who will definitely make sure that if I'm telling you I'm sorry, I am genuinely sorry and I will not do it again. I'm not perfect. I will make mistakes and I will say things that I should have never even thought of um, when I'm upset and angry. But I also know that that's something not to do and something to continue to work on as I grow. And luckily, you know, as I've gotten older now, I can... I can step back and actually think first and realize, like I said earlier, that there are times where I need to actually tell people, like, you know what, I need to go be alone for a little while. I need to go calm down. And I can actually voice that and say that and not get embarrassed and know that that's actually something that is good. Because I would rather say, you know what, you need to just kind of leave me alone for a few minutes and let me go, like, calm down than say a bunch of things that I didn't mean or feel bad about later and hurt somebody else's feelings. Because the words that we say, they mean a lot. And, um, I think about that a lot. You know, my mom is on her fourth marriage with, um, my stepdad who is amazing and they've been married for gosh, 25 years now. So, um, it's been really great. Unfortunately though, she was married a few times before that. Um, she was married to my dad and my dad is a great guy. Love him to death. Um, I honestly can tell you, I'm not quite sure how my parents even ever got together, um, they're so much the same type of person. They're both very much independent and they kind of have that like dominant role in a relationship. And so I don't, it I doesn't surprise me that they didn't make it, you know, because they're both very stubborn and everything. Um, however, you know, stuff I do believe they, they came together so I could be born and that's, you know, why I'm here now. Um, so anyways, but after that, after my mom and dad um, split up, my mom had been with a couple other guys in between there who were just extremely abusive physically and emotionally and um I remember you know these guys and I was really young at the time but I remember that thing of you know my mom showing up to visit and she'd have a black eye and it would be like huh, what just happened and she would say things to me like he told me he was sorry it won't happen again well sure enough it happened again and I remember even as a child you know knowing like that's not okay like you said you were sorry so if you're sorry why would you do it again you know and eventually got to that point with um I was living with my dad at the time and he just basically finally had to kind of tell my mom like if you want to see your daughter you're gonna have to you know make up your mind on what's going to be more important here because this guy that you're with obviously isn't telling you the truth he isn't sorry he's going to keep doing this and um luckily for me and my mom she did realize that and she ended up ending that abusive relationship and now she's with this amazing man who you know wouldn't you know would do every anything in the world for her so you know it's really a blessing to see that anyway so to wrap up what i'm talking about basically that's um where it comes from is you know i've been able to sit back and i've seen people who have apologized and not meant it and done it again and i've seen people struggle 
so hard with saying the words I'm sorry, but their actions show how sorry they are. And so, um, either whatever type of person you are, if you're that person who can communicate really well, then, you know, keep that up. Make sure that you are telling people you're sorry when you've done something. And it's also okay to expect that apology. You know, if somebody has done something to you and you, you know, hey, you know what, I, I owe this, you know, I owed this, you owe me an apology. What you said was extremely hurtful and it wasn't okay. Then it's okay to ask for that. So on the side of knowing that your apology is just is important, getting that apology is also important. And recently, um, I actually have watched my husband go through this. He was in an argument with somebody who um, he's close to, and this person just really, <laughs> really just kind of said some really horrible, hurtful things. He got really mad, and um, eventually it was a phone conversation, and eventually my husband got to the point where he was like, no, I'm not listening to this, and he hung up. He was like, I'm not talking to you when you're screaming at me and calling me names, and I'm sorry. Um, hang it up. And so he hung up the phone and ended that. And, of course, this person, you know, the next morning, sends him a message and stuff like nothing even happened like hey how's your day going and blah 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 kind of thing and he was like so we're just going to pretend that this never happened and you know I was like yeah some people do that you know some people will think well I don't know exactly how to say I'm sorry and I don't want to admit that I'm wrong so I'm just going to pretend that nothing happened and it'll just go away everything will be fine we'll sleep it under the rug kind of thing and um, my husband really kind of struggled with this. He didn't answer the person back. He didn't answer a text. And this kind of happened over the next few days. He would get a few messages from the person being like, you know, the same kind of thing, just kind of making small talk. And he just basically didn't answer. And finally, he kind of came to me and he was like, I've been really thinking about this situation and how to handle it. He's like, because I believe that I'm owed an apology for the phone call for that, you know, blatant just attack. And I told him I agreed with him. And so he ended up actually getting a hold of this person and saying to them and stuff like what you did was not okay and you owe me an apology i'm not going to just pretend that this didn't happen i'm not going to sweep it under the rug and just go on life with life like everything is just perfect because what you did was not okay and you do owe me an apology for that and um luckily this person came back and was like you know what you're right i'm sorry was like i and you know was like i shouldn't have said what i did i was having a bad day and i took it out on you but either way that's not okay. It's not okay for me to do that. And I, I do apologize. And, um, you know, they worked everything out and luckily that was good. But I was really just super impressed with my husband for, you know, asking for that apology and knowing that he deserved that because we do, you know, sometimes we don't do anything wrong. We're just sitting there going about our day and somebody else might be having a bad day and we cross their path. And unfortunately they just kind of let loose on us. And then we're like, hmm, well, I don't think I deserved that. You know, and in that situation, you know, even if you have to, like, if you're not comfortable going to that person and saying, um, hey, hi, you owe me an apology and stuff, then, you know, there's other ways to kind of go about it. Maybe go to that person and say, I I'm sorry if I did something to upset you yesterday, but I, I don't, I'm not really sure what happened, you know, kind of thing. And a lot of times what will happen is that kind of opens the door to that other person saying, oh, you have nothing to apologize for. That was all me. I shouldn't have done that. You know, I apologize kind of thing. And, um, or maybe you did do something you weren't even quite aware of. And the same thing, it opens that door for them to say, you know what, actually, I'm really upset with the fact that this thing happened last week and I didn't tell you then and I let it build and this is what happened yesterday, you know. And so communicate, make sure that you're apologizing, they're apologizing and that everybody's saying, I'm sorry. It is extremely important to say that. 
for that at the end of my podcast today. I have some uh, new stuff coming up, so please stay tuned. Um, I've got some guests coming and some um, great interviews. So uh, check out my website, kayleeshadows.com, and you can find me on any social media. So send me a message. Have a great day.